Okay, so I'm over here in Middle Earth looking at the construction site, and over the weekend, a massive crane was built, and I thought he'd ask some questions about it. So I'm here with... Michael Moreau. And Michael, what do you do here? I'm a senior project manager for UCI's Design and Construction Services Department. So you have overall responsibility for the project? Correct. Okay. Why don't you tell us initially about the project, and then we can talk about the crane. All right, we're building a 500-bed expansion here at Middle Earth. So what we did is we demolished the Brandywine Commons and the Brandywine Community Center. And in that space, we're building a new commons and two seven-story towers that'll house the 500 students. Will they look modern like the ones that were built over in the arts area? Yeah, very much so. It'll be concrete and glass, kind of what you see at Mesa Core Project. And I see the crane was built over the weekend. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that crane is just going to be used to hoist materials from spot to spot on the project. And as the towers go up, the crane will be able to bring um, loads higher, higher up to every level as they go, eventually all the way up to the roof once they do the roof. And then once that's all done, the crane will be taken down. So how long will the crane be up? Uh, Probably about a year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this project is slated to be complete August 2019. And as far as cranes go, is this, you know, is this an average height? Is this, oh no, this is a small height. How does that go? Well, I guess it's all relative. If you're building a 50-story skyscraper in downtown New York or LA, this is pretty small. But as far as building in this area, it's pretty big. Gotcha. And how long has it been in planning for that crane to get built last weekend? This team was selected beginning of summer. So once they are awarded the project, I'm sure they were first thing was to start planning how they're going to build this building. And putting that crane up was one of the processes that I'm sure they went through at the beginning of the summer. And you work with them in terms of the exact placement of where it's supposed to go? Yeah, we review it. It's up to them as the design team to design how, and that's means and methods, how they, you know, we can't dictate how specifically they build it. We make sure that they're building it properly to the drawings and the specifications, but some of the things, how they go, that's up to them. We'll approve it, but we don't, we did not select that location for them. Gotcha. Did they start on Saturday? I I hadn't seen it going up. They started Friday. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a long process because the foundations, which are concrete and steel, oh, were done a couple weeks ago. But you don't see that because it's in the ground. So they needed to obviously dig the hole, put in the rebar. Concrete has to cure for about three weeks. Um, and then they started building the structure. So there's a lot of stuff not seen happening over the last month, but basically it's in the ground. You really notice it when it starts to pop up. Right. Was it a round-the-clock thing or just, no, eight hours, a couple no, of days? No, eight hours. I started Friday. They were uh-huh. Friday, Sunday, and they'll be done today. Uh-huh. Tomorrow we'll get a third-party inspection, and then on Wednesday it'll get OSHA inspection. Okay. And I noticed there were some guys up there. They seem to be putting heavy-duty balancing pieces in. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, those are called counterweights. So as the crane picks a load on the one end, that weight is to be there to balance it out. Kind of like an elevator, how an elevator has a lot of weight. So as the cab goes up, the weights go up and down. It's a similar process. So the crane doesn't get too heavy on one side and tip, basically. Interesting. Is it one guy that operates it? Yeah, it'll be one guy that operates it. Mm -hmm. Do you go up there? No. (laughs) <laughs> They're very strict on who goes up there. Right? You have to be the licensed crane operator. He's the only guy that goes up there. Other than, obviously, the guys who are erecting it with the company that erects it. Right, right, gotcha. 
Interesting. I imagine you got to really know what you're doing, obviously. It's right? a highly specialized field to be a crane operator, and weather conditions weigh heavily on their operation, too. If winds exceeds a certain mile per hour, they stop. Weather stops, so it's very... Um, Safety is number one, so mm. it's very particular on operating times. Do you call it a crane, or is it... Tower crane. Tower crane. How long have tower cranes been used? Oh, probably... Decades. <laughs> I mean, right. yeah, I yeah. couldn't give you the specific time, but they've been used a long time. Gotcha. How much time do you feel like this saved? You don't have to carry it up flights of stairs and all those kinds of things. A, a lot of time and a lot of it's a lot safer, too, because carrying heavy loads up a freight elevator to get on the different floors. Guys have to break it down, carry it move it, put it in the elevator, elevator, unload it, do it. So it's just easier if they can just pick it right off the truck, put it where it needs to go. There's a lot less people handling it, less possibility of injury, you know, backs, loads tipping, et cetera, et cetera. So it saves a lot of time and it's a lot safer. How often are you actually touring this site? Are you like I am Come. here on site about 95% of my time. My office is here. <laughs> gotcha. Do you already know what project you're going to go to after this? No, I don't. How long have you been at UCI? Uh, about three and a half years. Where'd you come from before that? Private practice. I'm an architect. Well, I have an architectural background. Where'd you work before this job? Uh, I was an architectural firm called Lionacus. Okay. Just on the other side of the bay there, the natural preserve, nature preserve. Gotcha. How about here at UCI? You were on this project and you were over at... Oh, prior to this, when I started working here, I started the Mesa Court expansion project. Okay. Three years or... About three years ago, yeah. Wow. Okay. That's a big job. Yeah. How about in terms of your background, anything interesting that you thought uh, coming out of school, I never thought I would have worked on that or has it, any surprises? Yeah, working for UCI, it was a surprise. I started in private practice, so I was kind of always on the other side of the table, if you will, dealing with the owners and owner's reps. Well, now I'm an owner and an owner's rep, so kind of being on the other side of the table is kind of a surprise in my career. I never thought I would do, but I love it and I enjoy it. Fantastic. In terms of coordinating the building of this project, how does the team come together? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so this is a design-build process. So the contractor, throughout the design, the contractor has always been involved with the architect and all their subs and all their engineers. So from the get-go, the team has been together. So they design it as a cohesive unit with UCI and housing giving input. So it's a real team-based process. And how often is there weekly meetings or how is that organized? Yes, we meet weekly for construction meetings. We have design meetings weekly. Like I said, I'm based here in the trailer, so we can do that. We have our own inspectors that are here in the trailer. So not only the weekly meetings, but we're in constant contact, ironing out questions or hammering out problems. Can you give some examples of what can come up that, you know, is a problem, problems that need to be typically handled in a construction area like oh, this? Oh, sure. If, like as of now, when they were digging for the foundation in the basements, there's utilities, water lines that are not where they're supposed to be. You know, we've hit gas lines because it was buried three foot shallower than it's supposed to be. So as now, a lot of stuff is just the existing utilities that are out there. A lot of stuff isn't documented. So trying to find that stuff and avoid it or remove or relocate it as it were, we've had to go through. Now, as I was looking at the crane and the construction site, I had to think that, man, this is like a little boy's dream to build. Is that part of it or not? Yeah, absolutely. I grew up with Tinker Toys and Lincoln Logs. So, yeah, watching this build is something I've always wanted to do. 
What's the biggest project you've worked on? Probably the Mesa Court. This will be a little bit bigger, at least cost-wise. What is the cost of this building? About $96 million just for the construction. And then on top of that, there's furniture that will be bought. There's all the kitchen equipment. Mm-hmm. There's office furniture. There's design fees for our consultants to help us review and approve drawings. So there's many more dollars on top of that. Gotcha. But the construction cost is about $96 million. Gotcha. Michael, we touched on the way that the crane tower is similar to an elevator. Could you explain a little bit more to our listeners how that works? Because I honestly don't know how an elevator works. Well, basically, the crane tower is used to lift equipment and materials and be able to place it around on the site. So as you can see out now, we have a hole that's about 20 feet deep. And to carry rebar formwork down there be very difficult. So what the crane does is picks it up uh, once the, they actually pull it off the trucks, put it on the ground, they coordinate where it needs to go, and then the tower crane will pick it up and put it where it needs to go in the hole. And that also be effective as the buildings start to rise. When we get on to three, four, to the total of seven floors, the crane will be able to pick up material and set it on that floor without having men and manpower to carry it upstairs or a freight elevator. It just makes things a lot easier and a lot safer. How do the weights and counterweights work? Um, I don't know. You know, in too great of a detail, yeah. but there's counterweights on the back that when there's weight on the front, it's going to want to keep the crane from tipping. If you had too much weight on one side, then on the other, um, you might have that capability or that possibility of it tipping. So it's basically just to balance out. Same as an elevator, as I mentioned, as a cab comes up and down, there's counterweights to help assist an elevator full of people go up when there's weight helping pull that down. So it's a counterbalance of weight and load that help the weights move more easily. And the weights that you see on the back of the crane, is that stable? You know, does that move? No, that that is stable in there. And that's determined based on the max capacity that the crane is allowed to hold. So if, for example, we needed to haul more material on there, they would put more counterweight on there. So it's removable, but once it's put in place, it will not move. Gotcha. And that horizontal framing of the crane, does that actually move on the vertical point on the crane? It may move slightly based on wind or or whatever, just as a little bit of give, because as we find in seismic design and wind load, things that are too rigid can break a little easier. So there's a little give to move, but it's not part of the design to move with the load. It just gives a little bit just for a little safety. Gotcha. How about if students are interested in the construction field, what are the paths at UCI that they might look at? You know, I don't know specifically what some of the fields are, but there's construction management, electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, any types of the fields of the engineering. I do know UCI does not have an architecture program, but they may have some construction fields. In terms of stabilizing a seven-story tower. How far down, is there bedrock here at UCI? How far down do you have to go to be stable? Yeah, there is bedrock and will be a portion of it will be on bedrock. And the other way to do it is just your size of your footings. So here we have a structural engineer of record that's designed the building. And then we have peer reviewers that UCI hires to review that design. So we have a lot of structural engineers looking at the design to make sure that the footings are big enough, strong enough, go down deep enough to support the building.
In terms of the challenges of your job, what keeps you up at night? What might you be thinking about at night? <laughs> Just coordinating, uh, making sure that all the players know what's happening the next day and that we don't have surprises, that I don't get calls from a partnering building or a neighboring building or students that say, hey, I didn't know this was happening from housing and also safety. And I know that's what keeps contractors up at night because we're all very, very concerned with safety out here. But so far, I'm knocking on wood. They have a great safety record and and nothing has even been close to happening so fantastic and and lastly michael we talked about every little boy's dream is to build and and you know lincoln logs and legos and so forth but there are women out there too who are up and coming I, i would have you had any interactions i i have talked to one woman in particular who broke in decades ago she doesn't want to be named but her story is inspirational she just had a a calling a drive and she loved it and she is now a senior supervisor in the the main plant can you comment on that yeah there's plenty of area superintendents here there's one lindy that's on site here the last project there were a couple so it's nice to see that and yeah there's definitely women here working on the site and some in very high supervisorial positions Hey, thanks a ton for letting us interrupt your day. We really appreciate you being with us. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.